Uh, I just wanted to get another update on the situation that's taking place around Panorama. We actually, um, uh, an employee, uh, someone who works here in the station, um, is in the area and went hella skiing um, this week, if you can believe it. Um, so this is uh, an opportunity for us to find out a little bit more about exactly what goes on and how and how this works. So we're going to chat now with Hannah Stoltz, who is an anchor on GNR 880 in Edmonton, and as I say, is in Panorama and has been there this week. Hannah, thanks for joining us. I appreciate it. Yeah, no worries. Okay, so you're you're still in Panorama, right? You're there? Yeah, we are staying on the mountain right now. We're heading out sometime later today. Okay, so everything is still proceeding as normal at Panorama, right? Within the resort boundaries, nothing has changed. There's no reason to change anything. No, the resort and the heli ski area operate separately, but uh, in the skies today, there are no helicopter noises. That's been shut down for today while they're dealing with the situation. Um, now, you... Um, well, first of all, before we get to that, just give us an update. What's it like there? I mean, what is the situation? Obviously, people are well aware of the tragedy that unfolded there. Um, what, what's it like? Well, here on the mountain, it's where the resort is. It's pretty much business as usual. I mean, I think a lot of people are aware of what's going on, so that's kind of in the air right now. But we're just kind of leaving everything to the emergency crews that are yeah. working to make sure everybody is, everyone who's involved is safe. Okay, now you went hella skiing on Tuesday, is that right? Yes. Tell me about, I've never done it, uh, it'd be interesting to me, what was it like in terms of discussions around and safety in an avalanche? Was that something that came up when you were getting ready to go? Oh, absolutely. RK, which is the company that was hit by this. Um, I mean, the thing about heli skiing that you have to know is there's always sure. going to be a risk of an avalanche. It doesn't matter what the conditions are. You know that. And when you go in to do this, you're aware of that. And they're very aware of that. Their safety for it is pretty much as good as you can make it. They have probably a 40 minute course before you go where they give you a transceiver that you have the entire time you're on the mountain so that they can find you as best as they can in case of anything happening. You have a little crash course of what to do in case there is an avalanche and an entire course of how to use your transceiver and how to help people find others if there is something. So they do have as best safety protocols as they can, but, I mean... Mother Nature cannot be contained, so sometimes there's just, it's out of their control. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, you can put in as many precautions as possible, but at the same time, part of the attraction of this kind of activity is the risk that comes with it. I mean, it's an extreme sport in itself. Yeah, definitely, and you're you're out there and in these massive snow plumes, you're in the mountains where there's nobody really around you, literally, until, unless you take a helicopter. So it's it's an amazing sport, and it was an amazing experience. But part of, yeah, what makes it so amazing is you, you always know that that risk is there. Yeah, exactly. Well, Hannah, thank you so much uh, for joining us and giving us an update and uh, exactly what, you know, kind of preparation goes into it. But like you say, you can't prepare for everything. So glad you're safe. And uh, thanks so much for joining us today.
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.